From the DDS Studios, we are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry, and returning the one, the only Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker. Parker, great to see you again, buddy. Yes, sir. Doing better than Philly fans. <laughs> the first shot. <laughs> there it goes. There it goes, guys. Really appreciate you joining us again for another beautiful episode of DDS Sports Talk. We are the dudes discussing sports, Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry, and the man, Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. We got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be recapping the Super Bowl. We're going to talk a little NBA. What else are we going to talk about tonight, Brad? Well, during the Super Bowl talk, we're calling out some lemons as we go through quarter by quarter. Um, We're also going to talk about little MLB. Yep. Spring training's about to kick off. We'll talk about some rule changes. And Matthew Parker, he's got a watchful eye on this one. Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods, Makes his y'all. return today as we are taping this the Genesis Invitational. Absolutely. Guys, really appreciate you joining us again. Go ahead down below there. Hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. Give us a follow on a Rumble on Rumble. Check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform, Newberry. Let's start it off. Super Bowl reaction show. Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs win this one 38-35 over the Eagles. Over 67,000 fans in attendance. Mm. I want to ask Parker, high-level view, what were your overall thoughts about this presentation and game? Of the the, the game itself? My overall... Yeah, let's talk about the game first. The game. Uh, Of the game, my overall thought of just the game, if I'm taking one thing about it, we talked uh, before the game, if Philly was fraudulent and they were defensively. That's the number one thing that comes from this game for me. I mean, I can't argue that. I mean, I I felt like Philly had caught lightning in a bottle, but it seems like they forgot to put the lid on the bottle. I mean, my thing is if we're going to start keeping a tally of lemons, I'm, I'm going off of Parker here. The Philadelphia defense Stayed in the locker room at halftime, man. Yeah, they did. They had must have been. They must have. Look at Patrick Mahomes stepping on Hertz right there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Hey, I mean, I'm surprised Hertz is holding on to the ball there. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. Whoops, whoops. We'll get to that, Parker. Um, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get there. Um, you know, another thing to call out is Patrick Mahomes wins MVP, but only had 182 yards passing. Three touchdowns. They had to give it to somebody. I, yeah. I argue that Jalen Hurts played better. I, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt, but I mean, I mean, you you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You you have to give it to somebody on the on the winning team, and it's got. I mean, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. He's the story. Now he has more Super Bowl rings than Peyton Manning, right, Parker? He's got the same. same. Uh, the same. Ex- there you go. The exact the exact same in five years, by the way. And probably you're right. I mean. Hurts did have better numbers, but you mentioned that fumble. That fumble cost him the game. That took him yep. out of that took him out of the running in my in my book. And Mahomes, yeah, he didn't have insane numbers, but he missed one pass in the second half, and that's because he th- threw it away. If you go by EPA numbers, he had the second highest grade for under EPA from any quarterback in the Super Bowl era ever. Um, but you're right. If you were just go by numbers, I was sitting there. How we? I, I said Sky Moore for MVP. My idea was what Kadarius Tony was doing. He was the punt returner, and I thought it was going to be the other way around. If Kadarius Tony gets in the end zone on that one punt, I think Tony's probably your MVP. 
Man. It was close. It was. I've got a little Sky Moore nugget, too. So, <laughs> hold oh on to Parker's prop. In the first quarter, the Eagles take the lead, a 7-0 lead behind Jalen Hurts' first touchdown rush. I'm sure everyone, Parker, in prop land had at least one touchdown for Hurts. Yeah, that was – I think Vegas ate it on that one because everybody – that's what he does, right? That's the that's the team. So, yeah, that was major for them. The the thing that got them in the first quarter that killed people on props and killed people on what they thought the game script was going to be was Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders in that first quarter, talking of lemons, fumbled the ball uh, away, went out of bounds, and then he had another one that was dropped that was turned back the other way. So – as well as as Jalen Hurts showed up for people, Miles Sanders, he was pretty much done after the first. Yeah, he really was. I mean, I had stated that, you know, I believed that Jalen Hurts had to have a really kind of almost college-esque quarterback number as far as rushing, but I was not accounting for Miles Sanders just not, not to produce anything. I mean, so um, – I don't know. I, I think that Miles Sanders, yeah, I would say that's a huge lemon for me too. I, I, what I took away from the 7-0 lead was it looked like the Philadelphia offensive line was doing exactly what we all predicted was going to mm-hmm. establish themselves Yep, because they had to with mm-hmm. Chris Jones and, and others on that Kansas City line. It looked like a great start. Uh, Kansas City answers. Yeah. 7-7, seven to seven, a little touchdown march right down toss the field. to the one and only Kelsey. Oh, God. Is he not just, I mean, he is just a phenom. And that's another prop. Went right down the tubes for Vegas, Parker. I mean, like, all right, guys, we've got two weeks to prepare. Let's think. As the, the number one vaunted defense, let's see who might hurt us on KC. <laughs> who should we probably stop? Oh, the very first pass that Patrick Mahomes does, 20 yards to Travis Kelsey right, right down the middle, right? I mean, and on that drive. That was the one he hit Kelsey, an absolute beautiful pass to the corner of the end zone for an 18-yard touchdown. Yeah, I mean, anytime. First first drive, KC, I mean, right there. I feel like after those first two drives, it was kind of like, huh, this game. This game might be something special. Yeah, uh, it, it was one of those games where it was <laughs> it was a heavyweight slugfest. But I'm with you, though. It's just like, where is there any game planning going on around stopping Travis Kelsey because it just seemed like in the entire first quarter, it was just like, dude, why has Kelsey got no one around him within five or ten yards? I don't understand it. And to me, it looked like he was running through zones. Like they were trying to just pass him off to the next linebacker, and he just kept running right through what they were trying to do with zone coverage. It's exactly what they did because Gannon, their defensive coordinator, their then-defensive coordinator who got a job in Arizona, good luck with yep. that. Uh, that's what he does. He runs zones, and anytime they play against the zone, he's been defensive coordinator for one year. You go back and look at when he plays against when he when he plays against a good quarterback. When he plays his zone, it can only get you so far. It gets crushed. By the time you get to the playoffs, usually play good teams with this type of defense and get crushed. They just got lucky to not play anybody. And when they actually saw an offense, it just he just sat down in the zone, man. He it's all he did yeah. the whole game. Then we head into the second quarter, tied 7-7. Parker warned everybody, you know, watch out man-to-man coverage with one A.J. Brown. I believe he did have safety help, but it was a 47-yard touchdown bomb to A.J. Brown to give them the 14-7 lead. I mean, 
Parker just straight up called a shot on that one. I mean, it, it's easy to see. And we've seen it all year. We've seen it four years here in 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 Nashville. You put man to man coverage on AJ Brown, he's going to eat your lunch. He just kind of manhandles guys, and honestly, that's that's what we saw. And Parker, it looked like like in real time, it looked like oh man, AJ Brown pushed off, but I swear to God, he didn't even touch him. No, he didn't. Uh, in fact, I thought it was a more of a big. He was going against a, a McDuffie, right? He's, he's going against a rookie versus AJ Brown. Man, it's just not fair. Just not no. fair. No, no. Uh, but the Kansas City Chiefs, they answer back in a weird fashion. I'm gonna let Parker take over this one. Jalen Hurts just lays the groceries down on the field. Oh my! And God. Kansas City walks in. This was <laughs> lemon worthy, right here. This was trash. This is the reason Philly fans can't complain about what happens later in the game. Right yep. here. Dude didn't even get hit. He doesn't nope. even they can't even they can't even credit anybody with a strap a strip fumble because he just drops it. It's not raining, it's nothing. Just straight up drops the ball and that is the reason that he can't win MVP, right? I mean they the reason he can't win is cuz they lost, but Jalen Hurts drops back, just drops it, jumps up into Casey's hands. Runs in for a touchdown. I believe if that drive goes the other way around, because Patrick Mahomes was only on the, the field for eight minutes in that first half, they did a great job of keeping I it do. out of Mahomes' hands. If that drive goes for a touchdown, Philly's favor. This game is this game's an Eagles championship. I think you're right. I mean, it was one of the more egregious turnovers that I think I've ever seen ever in football, and much less the freaking Super Bowl. Just, I mean, just dropped it. I mean, it wasn't even like he dropped it. It almost looked like he placed it on the ground and rolled it on its fat side so that it just rolled perfectly so that they could just pick it up right you, away. Blake, do you know what it was? It was late 90s Arkansas Razorbacks oh. versus the Vols. Oh. Dropping back and just dropping that ball because he, he wasn't even – you see him go back to pass and, you know, it just falls out of your hand. None of that happened. None of that. He, just, nope. he just dropped it. Yeah, it was it was ugly. You're I, right. It's why he didn't win the MVP. I, I turned and looked at Blake and I said, "This is the Super Bowl script." Oh boy, a lot so, of talk uh, about Parker. The script. If you have any comments about the NFL and the script, there's a please, whole lot of talk it, out there. Insert in, now. Enlighten us. Sir. I thought this was the Super Bowl script. I mean, it's a fun story, but the only place it can be scripted, and it is scripted to a T. I mean, we've talked about this for two years. I mean, more than a soap opera is this freaking schedule when it comes out. Oh, God. No kidding. <clears throat> I don't know about a script, but my goodness, you couldn't have drawn a better script up for, for drama. That's for sure. But Philly answers again, and they, they continue this semi-mostly dominant first half. It's yep. a, the second rushing touchdown by Jalen Hurts, and Parker said it. Without that fumble, you may be looking at Pretty much closure and Jalen Hurts honing in yeah. on MVP. Yeah. You're talking about an Eagles Super Bowl championship and a Jalen Hurts MVP. What about, I, I fully agree with that. What about the two touchdown prop? How bad did that go down for Vegas? I think, I, you know, I don't have the number in front of me on that one, but I think that was a fairly popular, at least yeah. for sharp people out there. Cause I saw, I, I, I saw people talking about it. Um, he was one of those that was the people were pairing that a lot of people thought. Hurts would MVP would MVP. So if you think that, you should also take what would get him to that, right? So a lot of people were taking like, hey, if he's going to win MVP, he's going to get two touchdowns or pass for two. So it definitely couldn't have been good. 
Yep. The and thing, then they the, the, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say the thing that made the money back for Vegas was actually, oddly enough, more money was on Philly than it was on KC. Okay. Yeah. Now, Interesting. The Philly first half, you would have cashed in. Yeah. So they end the first half up 24 14 after a field goal. Teams were a combined 26 and 1 when leading by double digits heading into the half. Keep that in mind as we go. And then we get to halftime show. Fellas, who watched Rihanna? I watched. I mean, apparently, what, what was it, Blake? It was like over 118 million stayed tuned for the halftime show this year. Yeah. We had I, it on. I'm going to be honest. I, I actually like Rihanna, <laughs> but I will. That wasn't a great, it, it just didn't do it for me, honestly. I, there hasn't been a great halftime show in a while, in my opinion. I, I like, I like Dre. I mean, oh, I, I mean, love last year's. I mean, I it, last year's was about as close to a, to a knock your socks off uh, halftime show as I can remember. But Rihanna coming out there in the red. Uh, I mean, some clearly, speculated she may have been I with. Mean, clearly pregnant. I mean, you I mean that's you know, a woman does not stand there with a with an open jacket rubbing her belly uh and not really moving around because she's not someone who doesn't move around whenever she performs. So uh I don't know. I mean like I said, I like her music and all, but I mean I, I just I don't know. Parker, were there any props for the halftime that we can talk about? Uh, none that we could take in the state of Tennessee. So what does it really matter? Because you know they'll let you do all the you know you can go on the game or all this other stuff. But oh no, heaven forbid we have something fun and ridiculous. So no, no, there's there's nothing in no. this in this state we can do. And I'm not I, sure I, that she's saying much. Either. Well, I was going to say the only person that actually sang that night was Chris Stapleton, and that was in the national anthem, and he absolutely murdered it, in my opinion. But again, we couldn't do any kind of betting with that. Now, the big one for people outside the state of Tennessee was which song that would she sing first? That was the oh, that yeah. was the hotly debated thing. I think it uh, or one of them. Some, for some people, but most people did not go with "Person Better Have My Money" uh, as as the first song there. But um, I did think, as far as the halftime show, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It just kind of was like, man, it, like it was there. I, but it, it was. The, I thought what was cool was the floating. The stages were awesome. Like she was people that were mm-hmm. yeah the people that are at the game was said that it was just like how much better it even translated there seeing it like she floating 150 feet in the air doing all this let's stuff. be honest everybody just needs to be honest everybody was watching the halftime show just waiting to see if one of those was gonna fall that was really what everybody was waiting on that would have been disastrous it would have been it would have been horrible I don't want that to happen but I mean that's why everybody was watching Absolutely. you're Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. I was watching that because each corner was is connected, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking all yeah. it does is doesn't take. They don't have all have to do something. Only one. <laughs> it's right. gonna be off by a little bit. Right. But while we're here at the halftime, let's go on to another lemon. The NFL spent two years oh. and eight hundred thousand dollars preparing this grass for the Super Bowl. What are the players saying, Blake? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Let's just go right oh, here. Jordan. <laughs> what is it? Jordan Milata. Whatever. Called the field terrible. It was like playing on a water park. Oh my God. Man, I mean this had a big effect, Parker, with props, with the game. It just looked bad. Bad look. It changed a lot of things. It, it, it if you will go back, think to the and this could have been what helped also the Chiefs. It also could have helped Philly in this way. But if we go back to the Buffalo Bills 
uh, Cincinnati game. And one of the things was Cincinnati's down three linemen. Buffalo's going to be able to get to them, but it was snowy and they couldn't really push and they couldn't rush that hard. You go back and there's pretty easy on Twitter to find a Philly defensive lineman just falling on their faces because of the grass is completely slipping underneath their feet. And it's not just them. It was receivers. It was everyone. It did change a lot. They are lucky that somebody did not tear. I thought that kicker twisted his ankle. It looked bad. Yeah. We put a video out earlier in the week and everybody was really jumping on this topic because I mean, just watching that kicker. I mean, golly, can you imagine if he broke his ankle? due to the playing surface being so terrible. There ain't no backup kickers on that sideline. <laughs> no, I, I mean, A.J. Brown we saw fell. I mean, there was everybody was slipping and sliding. It was, there were piles and piles of uh, spikes and, and cleats on the sidelines because everybody was trying to go to a, a deeper cleat. It was crazy. And, and I, one of the NFL reporters came out and said it was because of the halftime show. But this was happening before the halftime oh, show. Oh, this was happening in the first half. Yeah. yeah it was he, the streaks where everybody's cleats were just like ripping it. I even saw a Kansas City reporter put out that that first field goal might have been missed because Butker, Butker didn't feel his plant foot, didn't feel like he could trust it as much. And so he wasn't completely into the kick. I mean, I could see it. I mean, it, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it, it was it was an embarrassment. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible investment by the NFL. And I mean, it's like you got two years and, you know, you've, you've funneled in 90% of the water from the state of Arizona to come into this stadium to be able to, to irrigate it. And this is the best product you can come, come forth with. I don't know. No. Back to football action. We return to the third quarter and it starts with a Kansas City touchdown run by Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco, he, man. He, he runs with some... Uh, Dude, I, I like him. I mean, Parker mentioned that he has turned into their guy at running back. Um, he is just – he runs with bad intentions, and he just – he kind of reminds me of uh, Marion Barber. Marion the Barbarian. Oh, he kind of has that mean streak, it looks the like. Past. Uh, he, the late great, by the way, Marion Barber. Um, he just – he he's an impressive guy when he starts running. And this this is one thing that Philly's good at is stopping the run. I mean, we talked about it. Eight they played eight of the top ten run de- uh, run offenses, and they did well against them. And they just couldn't make the tackle. Pacheco ran for seventy six yards in this game. Fifty three of those seventy six came after first tackle or came after first contact. So to your point, I mean, he's running with a purpose, right? He's not going down. So fifty three of his seventy six yards comes after. Yeah, the third quarter ended with the Philly checking back with a field goal going up 27-21. And then Oh, that is on the that number is, four. Uh, hey, before you go to that one, did that yeah. field goal. This is that we can talk goal. about a weak-minded individual. Do you know who thought they were going to lose the game after that field goal, even though they were up by six? AJ Brown. He came out in an interview. Oh, did he have a quote? Yes, let's hear it. Let's hear from me. He, he just, I, I don't have the direct one, but he came out afterwards in in, in the lock or, or a couple days later, told the guy, hey, when we only went for, got the field goal there and then didn't go for the touchdown, I thought we might lose. So it's just, you're up six and you're already thinking it's going to be over. He could feel it. It must yeah. have been in the stadium, in the atmosphere. The momentum was he, just slipping. He, he had that feeling of we got to score touchdowns. Yeah. We cannot settle for field goals nope. against what they were feeling with Kansas City coming back at halftime. Well, I, you know, I am starting to think that that's another one of those. That's what you have to do to beat Patrick Mahomes. You can't kick field goals. You got to you got to score touchdowns. Keep stomping on them. Yep. 
And here's another one of my lemons. Go ahead and hit it right here. I mean, talking about field goals, Parker. God. This is one of my biggest lemons of the night. I mean, the FanDuel had been promoting this for weeks. The Rob Gronkowski FanDuel kick of destiny. Mm. This whole production was low budget. It made no sense. We all thought the kick was good. I was like, what, what do you make of this bull crap? It, it happened so fast. Like I, I went down like, to take a drink and looked up. I was like, you know, since it was such a big promotion, I thought it was going to be like a one-minute spot, not like a five-second cut-in. I have no idea. I still need to go back and look at it. It looked like it was on some crappy high school field. Yeah. It, it, they called it live. It sure as heck didn't look live no. to me. I, I don't I, I don't know what to think about it. I, it was like I don't have an opinion about the halftime show, but I have an opinion about this, and it was it was poorly executed. Right. Um, this is my thing. First off, was it understood that it was going to be – somewhere else other than the Super Bowl? I thought it was going to be there at the Super Bowl. Why would he they would... record it or do it live in West Texas out in the middle of nowhere? I, I don't understand anything behind this. I don't I no. don't get it. It was it was it was garbage is what it was. I, I need to look up does that work? Well, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm just saying it looked like it was just out in the middle of nowhere in West I, Texas or something. What, he was there before the game. So in my head, I thought it was just going to be like, hey, while they're setting up for Rihanna, he was going to run out and do it. Yeah. Because that yeah. takes a couple yeah, of minutes fine. to do. And then, I, honestly, I kind of forgot about it until it popped up. And I'm yeah. like. It literally okay. popped up like almost a 30-second commercial. Yeah. Well, that was my thing. I thought it was like a promo that they were doing. Like, okay, he yeah, he missed it. But the, he's going to come out on the field now. and because I kept waiting. I was like, all right, when are they going to cut to the field where Gronk is going to actually kick it on the field? And I was like, no, that was it. No. And did I, did I miss it? Like I looked up and they, it wasn't even like, all right, here's Gronkowski for the no. kick of destiny. It was just like, what? Yeah. It was just like faded to very black, dark looking stadium, nose crowd, <laughs> some weird guys looking like me and you standing there as refs. First off, do we think that the outcome was predetermined? It First, let's matter. start with that. Because, I, I don't well, think it I, I get that because I get that, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, it was like a 25-yard field goal. It wasn't even an extra point. So my thing is, is I, I would guarantee you almost every single person on a football team could kick a 25-yard field goal. But I don't, I don't know. They, the, I mean, it was, it was almost as if it was staged to the point to where they wanted it to look like yeah. absolute horseshit. But it was because that's what it was staged. It was a waste of money in my mind. And they stupid. still ended up giving every FanDuel player yeah. the free bet. We, I wish you could have bet on that because obviously they were going to do that, right? Like they're not going to offer ten million dollars, right? All right, sorry guys, sorry, <laughs> no, the sucks. Yeah, no, it was, it was happening no matter what. Like that was, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. So then we come to the fourth quarter with Philadelphia leading 27 to 21. Little did we know this would be the last time Philly would lead in this game because Patrick Mahomes finds Kadarius Tony and goes up 28 27. Oh boy, oh boy. We were just sitting around waiting for that big play to happen. And but this boy. was more schemed up, right, Parker? This was a nicely designed play. It wasn't like Kadoni uh uh, Kadarius beat anybody. It was just a nice design. Yeah, there was a little jet sweep motion. They've been setting up things the whole time. Even Mahomes afterwards on a different touchdown went over on the sidelines and was like, 
they don't know what they're doing when we when we run a jet sweep motion. There's audio of them saying that, and we we said that earlier this year that their their defense was susceptible to it, and it worked. I mean, it was absolutely perfect. Kudos to Reed on this one. I have a lemon for him later, but kudos to him on this one. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> again, like I said, we were waiting for that big play to happen. It was very well schemed, but man, poof. No, if you thought the Philadelphia defense was on their heels now, just wait. The very next drive, they give up another touchdown. This one's going to Parker's prop bet, Sky Moore. Yep. On the other side, almost the exact same I play. know it. We were jumping out of our seats. Sky Moore. There we go. <laughs> Do it for Parker. Yeah, you had to. And if you went after that, that was one you had to make. If you went for MVP, he was going to score a touchdown, right? So you had to, yep. to do that. And there's audio out today where – that play is happening, and Mahomes is looking. This, this play is for Tony, and they look over, and Tony doesn't. It's signaling like I don't, I don't know what to do, and Mahomes just sees more over. He just ran the motions him over after putting Kadarius uh, uh, with the jet sweep, and he's like, I just hiked it. He goes, I knew they weren't going to be over there, so I just threw it over Sky more. Like the whole play was busted. No one knew what was going on, and it's supposed to go to Tony, but it goes to our boy Sky Moore, which is another lemon for that defense. You can't complain about the call at the end if you give up the first touchdown ever in the Super Bowl to Sky Moore. Didn't score all year. I can't disagree. I mean, the Philadelphia defense has earned multiple lemons from the DDS crew. Yeah. And, and we're not even done. No, we're not. We're not done We're quite not yet. done beating this dead horse. Well, little did we know. The Philly wasn't quite done. They answer right here. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, his third rushing touchdown and by god parker it's the octopus the octopus prop hits jalen hurts gets the two-point conversion <laughs> he does i mean if anyone's ever going to do it it's jalen hurts right like that was the one to take i guess i wasn't smart enough to do it but <laughs> 35 35 what were you I thinking mean, here i mean was it like oh god now now we've got a super bowl i mean tied 35 35 I, I mean this is what everybody came to see you know they came to see two high-powered offenses going head to head they and people answering the bell and I, whenever that happened i'm like all right now we've got a game now so we got something you and the public you were all excited yep. here we go we got patrick mahomes yep 35 35 against this "Quote unquote great defense that has so many <laughs> yeah. wins, and arguably for the first time the refs show up. You were, I could tell you, you were yeah. upset. So the world was upset. But before you give the take, yeah. what did the player himself say? Yeah, here, <clears throat> oh Bradbury, what did he say? He said it was a whole. It was a holding." I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would let it slide. Now, he knew he did it. So this is the thing. I was upset in the moment just because I don't like the refs drawing attention to themselves in that moment in the mm. game. But it was, I mean, it, it, by the rule, it was a hold. I mean, I talked to, uh, at work, I talked to a former NFL defensive back uh, that it's just attention to detail. You know, he he just, he was out of position. He reached and he grabbed the only thing he could to try to slow him down. It was in his thing was is it was inconsequential. He did not have to do that. He he was in fine position, but he was just he just wasn't paying attention. That's all it was. It's a poor poor decision. 
there's a difference also between holding and pulling the jersey, right? Like, so you tug that jersey and they're calling it. I don't care. They just, it's just too easy to see. Uh, they, they, and if you want to go back, they missed one more egregious than this on against Juju in the first half. Um, and, and I really think what everybody was so mad about was kind of what Blake just said. Isn't that the, it, it shouldn't have been called or whatever. It's just we felt like we were having a Super which I think we still had a Super Bowl for the ages, but we were headed for overtime or something nuts, and we were robbed of that. I, I think people are more upset about just that than it was actually the call, unless you're in Philly and you can't see a jersey being pulled. I saw people punching TVs again. And oh, man. We, we, we showed some quick clips of – cars getting flipped over philly being philly yeah i mean look i love the emotion i love it but i mean the reality is is that at some point you got to own the fact that your guy screwed up i mean don't get me wrong the biggest part what parker just said there is exactly what it was all about we were having a heavyweight slugfest and at that point when that happened the game was over game's over I mean, they're just they're just farting around trying to kill time on the clock. They literally were trying to let them score. Yeah, and, then, and that gets from the next talking point. Yep, and then McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, he does. He that was a headsy play Nine right there. Nine yards goes down inbounds at the one. Yep, and then Parker, if you had any type of Mahomes thing, he goes backwards. What seven eight yards? <laughs> right. He, he he does. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting stat. So that, another thing against Philly's defense, I've got a theme here. In the second half, Mahomes had the potential to gain 230 yards, or the Chiefs' the offense of 230 yards. Like, they're at the 50. Potential. potential. All right. 230 potential. They gained 230. They gained every <laughs> single yard. All of them. The only reason it went back from that 230 was because of what Bradley just said. So, Jeez. spiritually, though, they had 230, right? So, right. You, you just, 100%? I, I don't even – I don't know if I've ever even heard of that. I mean, it, it is embarrassing to me that a defense that was so highly touted coming in, they, they might as not, well they might as well just not gone out there. They, they just did. they just might as well have said, "Ah, we're going." They, you they stayed Couldn't in the it. locker room with Rihanna. Every <laughs> they left with Riri. They just, I mean, they just should have been like, yeah, "Y'all can go ahead. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. We'll just go for two at some point and try to beat you." <sighs> Y'all can have seven. Spot them seven. Because it was ridiculous, dude. It was ridiculous. Of course, the field goal was good. Go on to here at number six. There it is. The Eagles become the second team in Super Bowl history to blow a double-digit halftime lead, joining the amazing Matt Ryan-led Falcons. Mm. You made the history books, Philly. Not the side of history you want to be on. Uh, They're going to have to let that one sink in up there in Philly. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I if I had to guess, they're probably going to have to blow it up and start over again, huh? That, that we talked about this. This was it. Like the guys, your this was your shot because guess what? Your offensive coordinator gone, defensive coordinator gone, Bradbury probably gone. Slay, you're gonna have to pay him. Uh, Miles Sanders gone. You're gonna have to pay your receiver right now. He makes two percent of the, what the Chiefs' uh, total salary cap is. Patrick Mahomes makes twenty percent. So good luck keeping all these people around. You're gonna play to pay Devonta all these things. This was it. I'm telling you right now, the state next year is not going to be anywhere close to what they were this year. I could definitely see that happening. 
I mean, and there's no guarantees about the Hurts thing either. Well, I mean, you look at the last time they won the Super Bowl in 2017, they blew it up then. I mean, this, this is that's what this organization does. They they build it up and then they have this one crescendoing moment where they got to get it done, like Parker said. And then they blow it up and they start all over again. They did smartly blow it up, but I my favorite thing about this and my hatred for Philly is I don't think Hurts is that guy go, go like as far as passing. He looked great in this game, but his it worked out perfect for me because they lost and he was so good they're going to have to pay and they're going to be stuck with it. Uh, and so we'll see. I mean, he was excellent this game, so I could absolutely eat my my words on that one. But <laughs> I don't see how you don't pay him. No, yeah, I mean, I think you have to. Yep. I think you have to. So there he is, the MVP. Now, players with two regular season MVPs and two Super Bowl wins. We've got Brady, Montana, Steve Young, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes. Man, this is scary, guys. Dude, he's got a Fifth lot. Year, he's got a lot of time left, man. Yeah. You know, there was all this talk that that before this game uh that you know if he didn't win this one was this like a condemnation on him in some way that he couldn't win you know the big game or whatever I'm like like what are you talking about did they miss Tyreek kill this year parker i mean i guess but no they won the super bowl mahomes had better numbers he just dinked and dunked it down the down the field all year why not i mean in this game for instance speaking of how short passes he got rid of the ball 65% of the time in less than 2.3 seconds this game. It just it was a, it's a, just a different offense. With him, he's not one of those quarterbacks like, oh, we have to get him this type of weapon. The answer is we'll just make our offense with whatever kind of weapons we have because he can do anything. Yep. Yep. He's kind of a Swiss Army knife. And right here, he is. look at this. Chad Henney calling into the career, man, capping it off with another Super Bowl title and a Bud Light. Played for the Dolphins, Jags, Chiefs. This guy had a big moment in the NFL playoffs this year, man. He had that big 99-yard drive yeah. against the Jags. Yeah, I mean, you look at that. He just stepped in, did his thing. I mean, that that right there is what you want from your backup. You want him to come in and not lose the game for you. Be quiet and do your job. I mean, much less lead him on a 99-yard drive. I mean, good grief. That's a record-breaking drive, Parker. Yeah, I mean – he he was great. And we're losing these guys, man. Like we're losing these Super Bowl guys right now in the league. And I'm not as much respect as Chad Henney deserves and as much respect as Matt Ryan deserves. We only have four starting quarterbacks in the league right now that have won a Super Bowl. We've got Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, who could be gone in a year or after he got out of his, I don't know, dark the tent or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? We got Russell Wilson, who could be gone in two years. Um, and then we've got Stafford who might retire. That's it. That is all the starting quarterbacks in the league that have won Super Bowls. Jags fan over here is licking his chops. Mm. He's licking his chops. New blood. Somebody's got to step up, man. Yeah. Like somebody. Is it going to be Josh Allen? Is it going to be Joe Burrow? Is it going to be Josh Allen? He had more turnovers than anybody in the entire NFL last year. I don't know. I think think it's nutty to think about. If Mahomes goes back to back, because this was a rebuilding year, if yep, he goes back-to-back, he, back, he legit could be the only quarterback in the league that starts with the Super Bowl. Unreal. Is that not crazy? I, I Just show him. I mean, that, that's the man. Look, with both titles, <laughs> the WWE title 
How the Super many, Bowl championship with his legs spread. Look at this. Man. How many brewskis do you think that he has in his system in this picture? As many as he wants. I'm Maybe gonna, not I'm as say, many as I saw earlier today when he was. Yeah. A he about fell off. Uh, he about t- threw the. <laughs> he about threw the MVP trophy. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh my god. Oh man. So in a recap, we've got our DDS Super Bowl lemons, Miles Sanders. Where were you? The Jalen Hurts scripted fumble six. The kick of destiny. The dud of destiny. And probably the biggest bunch of lemons out there, the Philadelphia defense. Shame <laughs> on you. Fraudulent, as Parker says. Wowie. Nothing, nothing was held back right there. Nothing no. at all. Time to introduce Parker to our new little segment here. Yeah. Yeah. Two-minute takes. Little two-minute takes. We go around the world of sports because we discuss all sports here. Yes, we are. Blake's going to bring up a two-minute clock. We got a couple of topics tonight that we will run through whenever you're ready. You can go ahead and start. Here we go. We're going to go first topic. NBA Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks have won 11 straight, doing so in record fashion. They're in Chicago tonight. What do we think about Giannis and the Bucks? Mm. Well, um, Giannis, what, what what can you say, man? He is um he's a, a double, freaking, double machine. He is. He's an absolute force to be reckoned with. Uh, I remember the first time I heard anything about the guy, I was like, who the hell is this guy? I started looking <laughs> into him, and I'm like, dude, what does anybody guard this guy? I mean, it is it is absolutely insane when you sit here and you look at him. He's a freaking Greek god, literally, right? Yeah. Um, he is absolutely just a beast. He goes out there. They're on an 11-game winning streak. They're, they're going against Chicago tonight. This is Thursday night. I'm interested to hear from Parker mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Streaking teams. I know you're not a much of an NBA guy. Streaking teams in general. You going on you you going with them or what? It it really just it's a basis on depending on what's going on when it is on the season. This year, this time of the year, no, not at all. Because one, they've lost to the Bulls twice straight up against the spread and just straight up. This is going for 12 in a row. And the big factor of this is we are right around the NBA All-Star break. It is a dangerous, dangerous time to go against. We don't know who's playing. We don't know who's starting. There are certain players that may or may not be in. So this time of the year, I'm looking more for the uh, the prop type market on and uh, on market on NBA games. Although tonight would be a, I would lean. <laughs> all that being said, I would lead the Bucks tonight minus seven. Yeah, as you can see here on the screen, Giannis first in points. Second, what does that say? Second in rebounds, first in assists, first in blocks. Good lord, he's a one man wrecking crew. Man. He is the Bucks. He, he's averaged thirty over thirty seven points during this eleven game streak, the best in NBA history. Don't forget about his point guard, Drew Holiday. He had forty points in the last game. Our next topic: golf. Tiger Woods makes his return to the Genesis Invitational. Parker, you've been watching all night. What are your takes here? I've got it on right now. He's on the 17, and I need him to make this birdie putt. But 
Uh, he's got a definitely has a better gait at the beginning of this, but as it's gone through the day, it is definitely wearing on him. So a win for us in Tiger and the whole world is just for him to make it through this tournament. I, it, him to even come back to this, it's his first time he's played in a PGA Tour event since 2020. I know he's played majors, those don't count. Um, but this is his longest streak on tour without a win. He's played here 14 times and never won. The interesting fact, this is the golf course. This is the tournament that he was headed to for a media event when he had his car wrecked two years ago. Ooh. So he's definitely playing differently. You can, it's supposedly he was up at 3 a.m. this morning, having his tape, his ankles taped up well. Um, but you can see it in this swing that he's hurting a little bit more than he was earlier in this round. Fairways and Lodge tweeted out that he birdied number one. What do you think about that? Look, I mean, there is nobody in sports, and I mean nobody, that moves the needle like Tiger Woods. Mm. Whenever, I mean, let's be honest. He is the reason that golf is in the position that it is right now with the purses and the TV contracts and the, you know, the, the, the big name brands and the Nikes of the world out there. I mean, all these guys ought to be bowing down to him. Golf is different whenever he plays. Uh, he's ne he's never had very much success there at Riviera. But I got to tell you, every time that guy suits up, I'm never betting against him. And what we're looking for here, he kind of drew the short end of the stick. He's he's having to play a, a late tee time today, which is Thursday. He draws the early tee time tomorrow. All eyes will be looking at his body, his body language as he walks tomorrow morning. It's going to be a big deal. Can he make it through 36 holes? Fellas, he just rolled in like a 30-foot birdie. Oh, live. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger, Woods, y'all. One under on the day, baby. All right. <laughs> a live birdie. My goodness. <laughs> you heard it here live. Jesus. All right. One more two-minute take here. We're going to Major League Baseball, one of Parker's favorite pastimes. <laughs> Spring training starts soon, and the Major League Baseball, we've got rule changes, Blake. Got a ton of rule changes, and man, are they, in my opinion, some pretty hefty ones. I don't know that uh, that I necessarily agree with all of them. Uh, and one of the big ones that I noticed was the, the pitch clock. That's right. The pitch timer, if it's empty bases, the pitcher has 15 seconds to get that body in motion. If runners are on, they have 20 seconds to get the body in motion. Yeah, and here's another interesting one, and I'm not exactly sure how exactly it's going to play out, yep. but pickoffs. That's right. You're only allowed two pickoffs. Per batter. Per batter, but it's like, okay, so if you pick off twice, does that mean the runner can just go automatically? Because, I mean, it, it, for me, it changes the game. I don't really like it. <laughs> and moving into the base-stealing realm, now we, we're changing the size of the bases Oh, all by three of, square inches. Yeah, so they're they're saying that just by changing the size size of the bases, it's going to reduce the number of injuries, player safety, and maybe it would encourage some people to actually try to steal some bases. I don't know if I'm buying that. Um, let's see, what was the what last was, uh, one? Was the shift restriction? The shift where Parker they're going to make second baseman plays their position at second base instead of everybody being on the left side of the bag. You Two players have to be on the left, two on the right. And you they have to be, be in the infield. Right. You have to stay in the infield. This will lead to higher batting averages. What do you make of all this mess? Is it going to be for better TV, better fan experience? 
if it speeds it up, I'm from an absolute general fan. If it speeds it up, that's what we care about. I'm not kidding. I know baseball traditionals hate this, and Blake, you're going to hate it with a fa- passion. The <laughs> most baseball I ever watched was during Corona when it was seven innings instead of nine because I could get in and get out a lot quicker. Um, I just the, the sport confuses me. Like it's the only one you can mess with the most important thing just willy nilly. The ball. Could you imagine a football like next year was twice as big? So I, I just any of the rule changes that speeds it up from a general fan perspective will get my viewership. Yeah, I mean, there the testing was minor league baseball games were reduced by almost thirty minutes. So they're hoping this translates to major league baseball. Yeah, I, I'm a very much a traditionalist, as Parker mentioned. Uh, I do like the fact that we're we're getting rid of the shift. I think the shift was horrid for baseball it's almost like likened to the illegal defense in nba well i mean you, you think about this what would barry bonds's batting average have been if he did not <laughs> cause the advent of the shift how many base hits were taken away from barry bonds from short right field because he roped one to the second baseman who's playing <laughs> 280 feet from his position i don't know anyways that's all i got there what do you think? What do you think, Parker? Two-minute takes. Not so bad. I like it. They're fast. I like it. Especially with curious. baseball. I got like five seconds. I'm out. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. We, just, we want, That's we want your Parker opinion. wants to see in baseball games. Five seconds, and you're out. That's it. Get to That's the next it. inning. All right, guys. We really appreciate you joining us tonight on another wonderful episode of DDS Sports Talk. On your way out, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below. Give us a follow and a rumble on Rumble. Follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also download the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, I I can't even sell it short. It's time for your favorite part of the show. It is time for final thoughts. Do you want me to go first? Oh, I mean... (laughs) Let's go ahead and hit it with the with the next picture here from one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Thank you, Chiefs and Eagles, for that phenomenal game. Huge congrats to Kansas City Super Bowl champs. He's like, wait a minute. Football doesn't end as we kick off our XFL 2023 season. And honestly, it starts this Saturday. It's right here. Ten-week season, eight teams, two divisions. The XFL was purchased out of bankruptcy by Dwayne, the rock Johnson and others purchased it from Vince McMahon. They currently have 800 full-time employees. ESPN Disney will be broadcasting and streaming every one of their games. They have a huge deal with under armor. They didn't want to rush it out last year. They're actually taking time to actually market this correctly. Will it stick is going to be the big question. Every time the XFL has tried and rebooted, it was one season only. Will they make it out of this one season? We'll see. But games kick off this Saturday. I don't know. I think any time that anybody has some time uh, has the ability to consume more football and the fact that The Rock is the one promoting it, man, they, they might be able to get a little bit of a spark here. I mean, they've they've got ESPN, Disney, and Under Armour behind them. They've taken their time here to do it right. I love that it's in the spring. That's unsmart. I just hope it doesn't get in by another worldwide pandemic because the two times it did in was because of a the pandemic the first time the swine flew the or the swine flew the first time the pandemic this time. Um, 
But you mentioned something that's a great segue into mine. It's almost like the XFL has better marketing, better TV strategy than the multi-billion dollar live tour. I love to bring it back up because it's perfect timing because our boy with the biggest ego in all of golf, Mr. Brooks Kepka, is having second thoughts. Apparently, he is missing out. He's missing out on these big-time promoted things the PGA is doing. They've upped the money. They've they've obviously got the viewership. I'm sitting here watching this while we're doing this. You know me, you know me, live tournaments. I don't even know when they're playing. So, the report is is that he wants back for the PGA. You know, I'm all about athletes grabbing the bag. I'm about if they mess up, bringing them back. Hey, buddy, you know where the money was coming from. You knew where this was headed. You knew all this stuff was going and who you were playing for. Not this time, Brooksy. Stay with Liv. Stay with Phil. I'm fine with you. Stay out of PGA. There it is. Man. He is back with the He Powerball. is back. Yes, now sir. I'm going to follow it up with my weak ass final thought. But hey, I'm still proud about it. The number 10 Tennessee Vols men bas- men's basketball team. <laughs> yes, there sir. it is, Parker. The power Took team. down the number one Alabama Crimson Tide in Thompson Bowling Arena. They checkered Thompson Bowling Arena. Mm. They played uh, they were playing, Dixieland They Delight. were playing Parker's song. Absolutely, they were. Gotta love it. A lot of great stuff going on going on up on Rocky Top. We'll probably be talking, be talking about the basketball team some more. We'll probably be, end up talking about this crazy Vols baseball team <laughs> and their antics as the season goes on again. But... As always, it is two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well.